0: back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And with me always, it's your boy, Cash, a.k.a.
1: Exec P. What's happening, good people? I'm back. You miss me? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So, Cash, I mean, I'll let you tell it. Uh, Tell the people what happened last week. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Once again, I'm already moving too fast (laughs) as I usually do. (laughs) Easy, cowboy easy. Cash, for the new people ain't never heard us and don't know what we're about can you please enlighten them
1: absolutely man this is cash press. don't sleep on the couch music sports entertainment culture each and every week and by culture damn it we mean black culture hip-hop sports r you you know we're gonna cover it man we're gonna have people on from time to time having a good time chopping it up about their beautiful bodies of work whether that be something that they're doing in an entrepreneurial field, whether that's something that they're doing musically, we always try to have people on to promote their brand and what they're doing, especially if it's dope shit. So if that's something that you can gravitate to, just do it. You know, just just subscribe, share it, do all that good stuff while you're watching, while you're listening right now. If you listen every week, send it to somebody new every week that that they may like it. Just just give it. The, tell them to give us a chance. Just tell them to give them a chance, and I guarantee we will lock them in and be continuous. So um, but before we do that, just want to give a quick shout out, um, before we kind of move on, just want to give a quick shout out to all of our Patreon members that have kept on paying month after month, week after week, some almost three years now. So shout out to y'all. We appreciate y'all too many to name at this point, but just wanted to, um, give y'all y'all flowers, man, cause y'all definitely helping out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, for those people
0: who've been, uh, with us for a minute, you know, like, uh, last week. Man, we it was rough, man. It was rough for me and Cash. We almost broke our almost record of not it. getting it out. <laughs> almost not getting out of the episode. But uh, thank y'all for whoever listened to last week's episode. We didn't have too much promotion on it because I was just, it was rough. Like, uh, we was both down bad. I had I had my allergies, like, flare up like super bad. And I was suffering through the episode. Cash was, I'll let him explain it in a minute. But, uh, you know, got through it. We came through it. Still got it out on time. Uh, I, I felt like it Testament to our uh, Our work ethic You know what I mean We just couldn't let it be We just like We gotta get something out there So
1: Yeah No uh, days off No days <laughs> off man Even when we sick man So <laughs> uh,
0: But this week man It's been kind of a good week for me man It's my daughter's uh, Her 10th birthday That was yesterday So That was all good uh, Got Got through that I made it through that So <laughs> That was That was a good little feat uh she she was extremely happy, got a bunch of little stuff. Still can't everybody's waiting to move into this house, man. Cause we're getting all this stuff that we would garnered over the past year. It was like, hey, keep it small because we ain't got no room to put it nowhere. <laughs> so just have to throw all that stuff out there ahead of time. But uh Cash, how about you on your end?
1: Man, God is God is blessing me, man. He, you know, sat me down with COVID. So that's why I was out last week. So Finally got cleared to go, and you know, was down for a good, good couple of days, man. Vaccinated and all, so uh, that shit was kicking my ass, man. But uh, but yeah, thanks for holding it down, man. I know you was sick too, like you mentioned. So uh, yeah, I was like, yo, cancel it all together. This is that's one of them weeks where I was like, just call in sick, <laughs> call in sick for both of <laughs> us. It didn't it didn't really matter at that point. But uh, but yeah, man, um, you know. But in the blessing, you know, with all that, man, is I closed. I'm under contract for house hasn't haven't closed. Right now, so that was like really paining us and just really stressing us out, um, on you know on the real side, me and my wife. So, kids are all situated now, schools, everything is kind of evening out into where everybody's gonna be. So that that's a beautiful thing, man. So I'm blessed for that to even be able to you know really be in that position. You know what I'm saying? So happy man, about you that, gonna, man.
0: You're gonna leave there a year later than me and gonna be in a house before I do.
1: <laughs> Lucky man, <laughs> L- luck, 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 luck the draw, man. But blessings, no luck, blessings, man. So, so that happened, man. So, that's a positive. Um, yeah. you know, submitted if y'all don't know, I, you know, just got back into music, dropped a few singles earlier this year, and been working pretty much podcast music, and really been doing that, and getting back into it. So, I just submitted two projects that I got coming up. Um, one is with Furious Styles called a Basement," So that should be coming out May 30th. Quick little intro mixtape, giving you some vibes of what's to, to come on the album. And then I submit it for my album. So nine tracks, quick in and out, 25 minutes. If you could bear with me, 25 minutes of me rapping. And I think it's some of my best rapping in years. So um should be a good time, man. So I'm excited, man. Even though all that was happening, still was making other things happen. So I'm excited with yeah. all, the, all the things to come.
0: Hey, bro, I hope you ain't push through like no COVID. We don't need no Kanye song like through the wire and you trying to rap in the middle of COVID.
1: <laughs> you ain't do nothing
0: like that, did you?
1: No, 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 All no. Right, I, right. I I didn't even bring myself to to <laughs> nowhere up here in this room, in this little makeshift studio to record a damn thing while I was in COVID. I was too busy being a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Baby, can you bring me some chicken noodle soup, please? It's <laughs> yeah man, so but, yeah. yeah, but the whole family, the whole family had COVID, y'all. So if y'all listen out there, everybody went down except for my oldest son, and then we went to get checked out today to get cleared to go back and start doing our thing. You know, to be, you know, good to to other people around us. You know what I mean? To take an official test, even though we know we all felt better, and wouldn't you have it? This cat got it, my oldest son. So he escaped it the first week, but you know, not listening. Who's who staying
0: home with
1: him? I got to stay... Of course I'm staying oh, home. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, it's just... gotta be It's got to be a good dad, man. It's got to be there for my kid, yeah, man. Come on now. Nothing, nothing to get more time out of work, huh? I'm, I'm gone. I'm good as gone. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving in a month. I'm good as gone. They, they might as well can't. You know how it is. The last week, if, if, if y'all don't know, Prez was prior in the military. I'm still in the military, too. That last month before you go on, you got a lot of stuff to do. They've already... Been done with you, you know They just gotta come to grips So it is what it is, man So, um, but This isn't convenient, though We got a lot of shit to do But that's enough about our per- That's a little bit about Our personal lives What we've been going through You know And yeah, man I'm ready to get this pod on, man Talk some sports Some music, bro yeah,
0: man. So uh, this week, man, I, I think we need to go back. I'll let you recap that Push the T. That was uh, the main episode last week. I knew that was what everybody listened to. That's what I had still listened to, uh, even being that. So I had a whole episode on the Push the T, broke down every song on it, talked on it. I'll give you your, your time to tell us what you thought of the album. We'll go back and catch a couple of the albums that we, from that week that we didn't go to, mainly The Blast. You know, we'll go on that. And then we had a couple of releases uh, this week. I think, what was it, Ransom? Ransom
1: yeah. Action Bronson Action We had Bronson. Future Dropped future. as well Kalani mm-hmm. dropped PJ Morton and b But I know we're going to talk about A few of them Because we haven't had a chance It's just way too much music dropping So yeah. um, You guys stick around I know definitely We're going to talk about Ransom Definitely going to get a little bit Into the future And then um, Shoot Pretty much wherever else we go. We'll just have a
0: conversation from there. Yeah, we'll just have a conversation from there. Uh, For sports-wise, we had the NBA wrapping up uh, round one. And then uh, we got the NFL. They had the draft in Vegas. Uh, I think that's going to be a good discussion too, man. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) they parading
1: your boy around. So I I was was like, man... all right, yeah, we can get we can Wait, go ahead, get.
0: Get, You know what? Let's go on and jump into that first then.
1: Let's let's start there. Let's start. Yeah, there, let's, start, start, let's start. We I mean, start that's mean, that's you, a
0: fresh topic. Uh, take it away. Draft. Take it away. Uh first thing I want to talk about, man, it happened in Vegas. You know, it was the first year was uh happened in Vegas, it was supposed to happen the the a couple years ago, but then you know, COVID happened and everything, so they kind of had to push it back. They gave them uh a year, year and a half later, they letting it go down over that way. Uh and I thought it was a great event, man, for everything. Negative, everybody can say about Vegas. That event was pulled out smoothly. Nobody's drunk, sloshed. And you have no fans out there, super sloshed. And, you know, just acting a fool, no big events. I haven't heard about no, um, none of the new prospects uh, actually getting in trouble after they got drafted throwing a big party or something like this. It seemed like everybody was inviting it. The people who wasn't in the main green room on the NFL stage, some of them was at different other locations throughout the, uh, the Vegas trip and, you know, where they had their own personal green room and had the cameras on them. So they were still in Vegas, but not part of that main part. So that gave us more options, you know, just more options there. I thought it was ran perfectly there, man. I I think that that venue is going to be perfect for the NFL and these type of events and things that they can do. Uh, You know, Indianapolis hosts the Combine uh, every year, the Combine every year, you know. Every couple years, I think... (laughs) Vegas probably needs to be in the mix for this draft. I just think it's too easy Vegas, for everybody.
1: York, Miami, like all yeah. the big cities, like nobody wants to. Yeah, you, you got to keep it to the big cities, L.A. You know what I mean? You have to keep it to the big cities because that's they can accommodate. I thought, I thought
0: Tennessee there. did it pretty good. Memphis, they did it pretty good in Memphis. I don't know that little script that they had down there. It, well, it looked good on TV I, don't, I wasn't there live Fair so, enough, fair yeah, enough Yeah, that, that, that one looked good on TV But uh, yeah, it's some of these other spots Yeah, yeah, we don't need Like, I don't think we
1: need to be at A lot of these other places Oh, next year, next year Depending on where it's at next year We may have to uh, Make it a business trip You know, of course <laughs> Yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> That's going to be our new thing I almost made it this week I almost once I, made it this year
1: I Once made I moved back year. to the States Every every sporting trip I'm like this, this could be We could do it on site, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like it Hey man
0: But uh, that was like The overall uh, Aesthetic of the, the the NFL draft there I thought that was good I thought they pulled it off Perfectly uh, The Raiders being ambassadors Even though we ain't have No first and second round Picks You know Kicking it off with Derek Carr And uh, Darren Waller there uh, Ice Cube Coming up as the
1: Official president Stay Of right Raider there. Nation Stay right there bro <laughs> What's this I hear rumbling to Waller, not possibly sticking around, man? Like, Oh, uh, they squashed that early, bro. Okay, okay, they squashed that, that like- early.
0: Soon it was a it was a rumor coming out that you know Green Bay was trying to include him in a trade with Devontae Adams, and that uh, they couldn't do it because the way the the, the the because he was franchised. and you you can't you can only trade a franchise player for another franchise player. So since Waller was still on the contract and not franchise hit, that couldn't go. They took the first, or second round, and then it was sprinkles right before the, uh, the draft that well they was gonna let him go back for a second round pick for Waller or something like that. But then Derek Carr came out on his Twitter like quickly. He was like laughing. He was like, huh? "No way!" <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> once Carr said that, I was like, "Okay, yeah, it's it's just a rumor. That okay. shit ain't happening." So he, run, he running the
1: runnin', runnin shit around there though. Yeah,
0: hey, man, he got his contract, and he made you know he cut his pay to make sure everybody could fit in. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that, man. I think he's kind of kind of running things a little bit, and uh, <laughs> he's he's chasing that ring, man. That the guy want that ring, you know. So I don't think he's gonna let any of those weapons. You can only give him more. He want to improve, but he ain't letting you nitpick at, and take anybody away. I don't, I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that was the way it kicked off, man. Uh, as far as what happened next? I stayed around for about the first 15 picks and then, you know, kind of doing it off. The Raiders didn't have no first or second round pick. We had Devontae Adams. We don't need no fucking picks. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> did it take that away? was good. Did it take away from the love though of the, you know, draft? Because the draft is always fun to watch, man. I don't care whether you're into the game or not. You know, if you if you have a team and you actually actively follow your team, did it take away by not having any right? Real picks, or are you in the, one of those in the weed draft watchers? I'm 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 one of those in the weeds. I wanted to see what
0: certain teams were going to do. Like mainly, you know those those teams on the back fifteen, they already set. You know they made it. Those are more than likely you know friends playoff or made playoff teams, so you know they're good. You want to see what those other teams are doing to improve, right? So and can they have a, a turnaround year similar to San Francisco drafting fourth, get one pick, and then next year. They're back in the playoff hunt. Uh, what is Jacksonville, who's drafting for first uh, in first place for the two years in a row? What are they really going to do? Are they kind of going to continue to improve, or are they going to pull something like we seen in the early two thousands of Detroit drafting a wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver? And none of them working out. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was interesting. So uh, I think the first little portion of the draft you had like. It wasn't going how everybody had picked. Everybody said Aiden Hutchinson was going to go first. Uh, we uh, got an edge rusher that was over him, and that was what Jacksonville chose. I don't – I was kind of shaky on that. I understand what this dude – like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they went back and watched all the tape. But with Aiden Hutchinson just, like, cut from the beginning of the year all the way to, like, up to the draft, nothing changed in this thing. Why would he get downplayed and, you know, become second-round pick? But I know that helped out Detroit, and, you know, I mean, he's – from Michigan going going over there to them. So they got him with the second round. And then you had uh, I was, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie about this one now. I was uh a little bit taken back with Stingley getting taken first. Yeah. Uh over sauce. But I think it was the media hype building up because uh I listened at you know we listened at the Boo Money right, right. podcast, and Boomani and uh <laughs> you know, he put it perfectly, nah Stingley should have been number one because as a freshman, he was taking on all this talent. So he hasn't lost a step, and, like, you can't take nothing away from him. So I was like, ah, the media got to me. You know what I mean? I ain't really, like, analyzed like I probably should have. And so that made me a little bit more, you know, complacent about it. Like, ah, oh, yeah, that's that was probably a good one. I think he's going to be the true shutdown. Then Sauce going right after him. So those whole of And then Drake London going kicking off the wide receivers. Uh, that was Atlanta that got him first, right? Yep. And, you know, that run of wide receivers starting at like 8 to what? I was thinking it was like 12, 13. Yeah. But he just came off that board quickly. Man, the, <laughs> I was just laughing so hard on the inside, Cash, because – we got Devontae Adams for Green Bay, and we gave up our twenty second overall pick. And every mock draft had them like getting a, getting one of those Olave or somebody who was going to still be there at, at pick twenty two. Oh, they was
1: gone. They they was
0: they was picking for scraps, like <laughs> to to the point where in the first round they didn't must get a wide receiver. They didn't get one till second round, right? They, and then they,
1: they, that made that also made Tennessee, which you know we'll talk about later. Um, you know my Eagles got AJ Brown. That made them have to trade up because if you would have waited any any longer, you're probably not getting a wide receiver of your choice. You know what I mean? And then you're going to have to pay A.J. Brown at some point. You know what I mean? Or deal with that headache. So it, it made them rush. So everything kind of worked out in divine order, so to speak. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. So, yeah. I, like,
0: Let's talk about the trades then, man. Like, it was a lot of trades that happened in that first round. Uh, a lot of them was for additional picks and later rounds, but it was two that stood out because it was players. And <laughs> some players and they, that you didn't even know that was going to be gone like that. Well, you just heard early rumblings. A, the A.J. Brown was a little bit unhappy, you know what I mean? And then next thing you know, he's dealt to Philly for, for two picks. or was it, a first and a third? Yeah, yeah. First and yeah. third. And then you had <laughs> the one that got me, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Hollywood let's start, Brown,
1: let's start with Hollywood Brown. So from the the standpoint of um, if you're Lamar Jackson and that's the only threat you had to throw to, you know, I get it from both both ways as I kind of started to think about it because I was like, damn, why would they do this? But all it led me back to is, yeah, I didn't get Marquise Hollywood Brown the ball as is in a running offense. If that's exactly who they are going to continue to be, when he comes up for his contract, He's gonna want his money, and he's gonna be de- deserve deserved to get that money because he is the only guy that gets what twenty I think twenty five percent of the the passes in the offense. So he's gonna feel like he's the guy, even though at twenty five percent, that's still lower than where he would what he would get in a passing offense. Yeah. You know, with somebody who could pass better than Lamar, Lamar can pass, but in a passing offense with Kyler Murray, this you you guys saw them at Oklahoma. You saw, you know what he could do with that boy. So, but on the flip side, when you talk about Arizona, how much more firepower y'all need <laughs> on the offensive end? Like, besides injuries, that's what really slowed them down. It made them look like crap when they got to the playoffs. But if, I mean, they were at some point, at one point, they were number one in the NFC West until mm-hmm. towards the end when they took a little little dive. But that's because of the injuries. You know, everybody went down defensive side, wide to the guys on the offensive end. So, you know, Murray ain't had nobody to throw to, but we're getting him a deep threat because let's let's be real. The guys they have there and Ertz, um he still got fits, right?
0: No, no, they got AJ no, Green
1: though. AJ Green, he's old. AJ beat D B- hop. Those guys are possessed. At this point, they could can, they can't they can take the top off every now and then, but that ain't their game. Their game is if they're in the 20-yard line, cancel Christmas. They throw it up, grown man catches. You gotta deal with that. You know what I mean? But as far as just quick plays, that's your man. And I, I thought it was odd that they let let him go. But I, I believe in Baltimore because if one thing they they do, they stick the scheme on both sides of the ball and they are often successful. So mm-hmm. but it was still was a wow. Still was a yeah, wow. Yeah.
0: And the uh the big wow for me was the fact that it stayed hidden. Like this has been a completed trade, they said for a couple of months now. That's the part that got me, it, but I guess they had it in the contract that, or in the, the in the paperwork that if this leaked out ahead of the draft, which kind of like would throw the, uh, show their hand and who they was looking to draft, like they was gonna cancel it. So, I think the agents had to know the player and the owners. That was it. <laughs> Nobody else knew. Now, I don't, I don't, Kyler Murray was acting up. I had acting up. I only must think he knew. You know. They probably yeah, just told, "Calm down, we gonna we got something for you." We we but he got the
1: tweet nowhere. off too. Lamar Jackson yeah. tweeted something. Um I forget exactly what he he tweeted. It was just like an emoji or or like one word, one of the two. I can't remember, but that set a lot of people off. Like, oh, Lamar's upset about losing his number one receiver. This, that, and the third. And I was like, now nah, that makes sense. What you are saying is nobody else knew. Like literally nobody, not even the franchise quarterback. So that wow yeah again just just wow I, I didn't i didn't know that was in the cards at all but you know switching gears over to Philly and AJ Brown I still didn't think that he would be one of the guys that would be available for us you know what I mean I was looking at a wide receiver for this draft just to go you know opposite of Devonta Smith because we we needed that rager you know like I told you on, on via text man you know you remember that old Madden game? When we used to play, when you used to throw to certain receiver and had bricks by him, <laughs> you know what I mean. So that 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 that's him, and uh, he was supposed to be the guy to take the top off. When we drafted him a year prior, he just never could really get on the field. Injured, uh, we had JJ Arcega, Whiteside, and it's just we've had a string of bad wide receivers being drafted. So to go get a guy that is in not even in his prime, but has earned his money, that's that you just go. Pay him, and it's a no-brainer. He was paid right after $100 million, $57 million guaranteed. I'm, I'm elated. Now we have a guy that could take the top off in Devonta, and then you have a guy that when you get in that end zone, big boy. It's a big boy game. Either got, her, got you at 6'4", or you got that, that grown-ass man on the other side. So that offense is going to be scary good, and we was number one rushing offense last year, too. And then who Just did y'all
0: pick up, up, up on the defense? Y'all got Fletcher
1: Cox coming back from one last year, right? Fletcher Cox coming back one last year. So now we're going to groom uh, Jordan Davis, man, from Georgia, man. So I I love that pickup. You know, you get somebody who is big. He's going to dwarf Fletcher Cox. That's how big that boy is. You know what I'm saying? That's Fletcher Cox. So I'm I'm, I'm happy with it, man. You know what I'm saying? To get younger and get a replacement versus going out there in free agency and doing that, that's where you want to do it in – if anybody doesn't know Philadelphia Eagle football, the reason why even at nine and eight, nine and seven in the past, when in the games were 16 games, the reason why we would make the playoffs almost every year is those trenches, man. It's the trenches and everybody wants a sexy pick. The guys on the corner or the wide receiver or the quarterback, but the game is one in the trenches. And I hate to be cliche, but it's it's real. And that's where we, our bread and butter are is. And, um, you know, word has it that Fletcher Cox, was in on the pick, as well as our uh, second-round pick, Cameron Juergens out of Nebraska. Kelsey picked him, who that's his heir apparent as well. So when you're letting the old players and the guys that have been there the longest just do that for you or they're willing to do that, that's a great culture that we have. And then Howie Roseman is knocking it out the park. So now you got A.J. Brown. You got Fletcher Cox's replacement. He's coming back for one year. This is Kelsey's last year, so you get Cameron right behind him. And then the crown jewel of them all in the third round. I was like, yo, I didn't want Cameron Juergens at that spot. I was like, we could have got him, you know, a little bit later, possibly a center, you know what I mean? Not to say they come a dime a dozen, but he comes with his faults as well. You know what I mean? He gets a little bit to be a little bit jumpy. He hasn't been playing a center position his whole career. He's played tight end and stuff like that. So he's still getting used to the position. He ain't been in the position but maybe four or five years. You know what I mean? But then you have N'Kobe... Fucking Dean out of Georgia, man. I don't know how he slipped all the way to the third round, but once we nabbed that up, I was like, I'm good to go. So the other players that we got, I have to do a little, yeah, we have to do a, a linebacker out of Georgia. Other players we got, I uh, have to do some research on them. I'm not going to lie. and like I know Kyron Johnson or Grant Calcaterra. Grant Calcaterra out of SMU. So I don't know. Um, what those guys are going to do or what they're capable of. Uh, word has it as that second ty- tight end, Grant Calcaterra. He may not make the team. May, you know, you never know. They don't. We don't have too much faith in our tight ends behind Dallas Goddard, and we're going to need something like that, you know what I mean, as far as a tight end to back him up. So that that's really the end of the draft. If I had to really give it a grade right now, it'd probably be a B-plus throwing in A.J. Brown in there because we gave up something for him. So... He's a part of the draft, so I would say a B plus. We still haven't addressed our secondary. That's one of the things that over the last several years that I've always consistently said. God damn, we need to get better in our secondary just to be able to put a band aid on the shit. Like you know, we can go score for score blow for blow with most teams, pause. But my thing is, let's just let's just stop the bleeding. So we haven't addressed that. Uh, we we need somebody opposite of Slay. We know Slay is gonna lock down the field, but even the best even the best corners get thrown on. You know what I mean? Look at your boy out of you know uh, <laughs> on the Rams, man, during the Super Bowl. Pretty much the entire run, you know, Jalen Ramsey he got scored on. So I'm just saying, like you don't want to keep chancing and chancing it with just having one lockdown corner. You want to have somebody that's like very close to to that on the other side, so or safety. So we haven't addressed secondary at all, you know. So the honey badger's still out there. Word on the street, Stephon is that we're Gilmore. At is Stephon
0: Gilmore still out there?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, but it's I know ages. Honey there's,
0: there's some free agents out there. I
1: don't and think then, Gilmore. I don't think Gilmore's out there. I, I heard he got picked up. I actually, I heard he got picked up. I just can't remember who it is.
0: Okay, but then, uh, but I mean, teams are gonna like if they draft it. It's gonna be some players gonna end up getting cut. That's gonna put somebody else out there. You're going to have your uh, post-June uh, cuts that's going to happen. So, I mean, it's going to be some still talent time. out there. And people will trade. they still trade. I mean, if you really want to wait, you can still kind of address that via trade and stuff like that. So I think I think, I think, think y'all looking good, man. Actually, I think y'all looking damn good. Uh, I mean, I know it's just, hey, can't be paper champions and stuff like this, but some of the stuff y'all got to address, man, if Hurts plays well, I can see y'all going toe-for-toe toe against uh, Dallas for that division. Uh I just, we'll see how how it plays out. <laughs> I'm hoping. I got, I I'm, I'm already telling comments. you right now. I'm hoping that y'all get that and pull that off because uh, <laughs> I just wanted to be able to talk noise about
1: Dak. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just, I just want to be happy again. I just, I don't want to be like last year. I mean, we yeah, we made it, but that was that was a hell of a year to go through, man. Like uh, ups and downs, and still get in the playoffs, and not really have a chance, like. That ain't a that ain't a good position to be in, like making the playoffs but not really having a chance. Like you happy you made it, cause the guys get to get that experience. But at the end of the day, you wanna go in there with a punch chance, not get your boots smoked as soon as you get to the playoffs, man. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then as far as the Raiders, I'll run down this real quick because our main little thing was we got Devontae fucking Adams. That's all that's all we got, right? We have our first pick to the third round, we end up trading back, that, back to pick up another couple picks, uh, another pick a- extra in that. So we was. Round three at the ninety position, we got Dylan Parham. That'll be our guard. So, I mean, we're missing a tackle position unless they're gonna move Alex Leatherwood back to tackle and they're gonna move him to guard. But he's he's a multiple type uh, uh offensive lineman. He can play multiple positions, so that's a good like fill a piece on there for his uh for his rookie year. But hey, man, I, I think they 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 addressed the line right off the back. Then. You know, we got new coach, new GM, and they kind of said that there was going to be, uh, you know, best best player available. So right after that, we didn't sign. It was already told that we didn't re-sign uh, any of the – or we didn't sign any of the fifth-year options for any of the people that was available. So that included Josh Jacobs, right? Uh, he didn't get his fifth-year option. In round four, we go out and get Zamir White, uh, Georgia, running back. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. And, I mean – uh, is he going to be a replacement completely? They're going to throw him in right away, or is it going to kind of, you know, let him sit behind and fill in? And Josh Jacobs gone next year, don't get a contract, and you football uh, fill in Zamir White, or do they become like a one-two punch like a lot of these uh, other teams are having, like a uh, Chubbs and uh, Hunt? You know, we don't know. Uh, in round four, we also got a defensive lineman, Neil Neil Farrell Jr. from LSU. And then we end up getting Matthew Butler, another defensive tackle uh, for Tennessee. And we went for a tackle in the seventh round for Thayer Mumford with Ohio State. And then in the seventh round, we went back again for another running back, which uh, Britton Brown, running back for UCLA. So I don't don't know how to read this because we already picked up a couple free agent running backs and we still got uh, King and Drake on the team. So I don't know how this coach kind of feel like it's going to be. Wait and see after these camps and see. But, I mean, they we already did do one camp going through it, so I don't know if he's seen something then and they kind of bumped that up the list or was it truly just best player available and we'll have him on the team and try to hide him out for a year or so. I I, I don't know what to think of this draft, but uh we got Devontae Adams, so uh, we're going to the...
1: <laughs> we, got got we got Devontae Adams. <laughs> the draft for you was about two weeks ago, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 man. It's, I didn't, I must really care. I was watching it, paying attention, but man, nah, it was, it was all said and done. Once we got the out, I don't give a fuck about this draft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the first, second round, I don't give a damn. I ain't watching this shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> gonna be a gonna be a good one, man. So, all right, so that's that's the uh, NFL draft. You know, us covering down on our rate, his Raiders. My Eagles, and, um, you know, just a little bit of the, the draft day sh- trades and stuff like that, just the stuff that caught our attention. It's, it's much more that we could deep dive. We'd be here for a, another hour if we really went through it. So we'll, we'll spare honestly, you guys that.
0: Honestly, we don't care. We, we sing no, with our we team just no, like just, any other yeah, fan. Yeah. And then we we just sprinkle in with the other little stuff. Like, we. Yeah, oh, gee, man, yeah, that's yeah, a nice just, move. Don't really give a yeah, damn. Just, just
1: a little sauce. Just a little sauce. Just a little, <laughs> little podcast magic. <laughs> just a real yeah. real end. That's a real end. they call what you real man which is some yeah. bullshit. Then you talk about what you really want to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, let's get to the NBA playoffs, man. Um, first round over, done with. Um the MVP, he's gone. My man Joker got knocked out, put up hell of a number, hell of a fight, but they'll they'll be back next round or next year, you know, hopefully with Murray back and MJ. Like, so I, I just look out for them, man, because like they, I think a lot of their young guys have grown. You know what I'm saying? So that there's that also, you know, those Timberwolves, man, high impressive, impressive. I think we saw a changing of the guard when we talk about Ant Man. So I think Ant Man has is going to surpass Cat. You know, in terms of the go to guy moving forward, it has to be that way. A wing, the wing should always be leading the way, and then the big man to be, be the big man. So, but will Cat kind of give up that ground? But I, I don't know, man. But like they lost shit three leads, three big leads, two 26 point leads in one series, and then another 20 point lead in another. They easily could have won this series. So, while Ja Moran is doing the gritty and dancing And doing all that shit, you know, celebrating I love, I know people are hate them. I love in the antics,
0: like, off-site like, Did you see his little I tweet, love it. too? Did you see his oh, tweet yeah, yeah. that he the released? Bear, like, the it got bear the bear chasing the
1: Timberwolves Yeah, chasing the Timberwolves That's all it was, it was no caption I don't even think he, he put an emoji on there It just, that was that was the post, so I, I love it, I love it, man, because this is going to be If they keep that core around In, in Cat and Ant-Man You know what I mean? this could be something that we see for years to come and they're only going to get better, especially if I'm, I'm worried about Minnesota cause they don't got a good track record for <laughs> like bringing guys in. But they, those, those two guys and um, I'll probably say Russ Russell, you know, but more so um, they got a good young nucleus there, man. If, if you ask me and I think they, they could be even better. Like I didn't see them being number six in the West this year. Which which is a really big surprise. So that was Man, a fun series to watch.
0: Can we talk about the parody in the the, in the NBA on these two games? The number two versus number seven on one side in the East was a sweep, and the number two versus number seven was a was a knockdown battle. Didn't go seven, but they could have very well went that way. You know, with uh, yeah. six games and uh, but it, it was it was a it was a nice little fight on that, You know, where you had the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies. And I still cash, I'm still gonna say I still don't see how they do this and call Memphis in the West. Like if they was truly in the East, like I think they have they,
1: they Ban- probably balance it out. That's yeah. that's all. That's that's all they had to do. But like, you know, but even you know, even with that, like you said, it was competitive. Two versus seven in the West, the Sun um, not the Suns, but um, you know, the Suns and the Pelicans, when you talk about the one eight matchup, that mm-hmm. was competitive. Obviously, Booker was out and he came back a lot sooner. Than i thought he would i thought he was going to miss the rest of the series but he made it back with that bad hammy i don't know if he, if i, I would have came back that early but i mean it is what it is man you know what i'm saying and chris paul 14 for 14 in the closeout game he like i he could taste this shit he could taste it he's like fuck this i'm, I'm going balls to the wall <laughs> and you motherfuckers is not i'm dragging you with me y'all y'all playing down to competition come on come on let's 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 go ahead and knock this out and make this do what it do. So that's exactly what Chris Paul did, man. Shout out to the point god. You know what I'm saying? But moving back to the East, man, you got Miami. Now what Miami did was just it was just one of those those things to where I keep on <laughs> feeling like a lot of people are not really talking about Miami and I have no idea why Miami's being shitted on like this. Like they all they do press is they just go handle their business. They play Keep basketball, and, and, they, and they win, you know what I mean? It's not an impressive fashion, you know, but one of the things that I did want to say that worries me is Kyle Lowry being out, is Butler being out, you know what I mean? Would, would they play in the event that this thing got a little bit deeper with their injuries, you know what I mean? I know they could afford to take that time off, but from here on out, I don't think they're able. They should be able to miss a game, man. I don't. I don't know when Kyle Lowry's coming back. Like so, that that's going to be something that that I watch out for because as a one seed and having home court and being in Miami, that is a thing. But they're pretty thin when it comes to those two being out for an extended amount of time. So never know what you're going to get from that. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Boston getting past the Nets. You know what I mean. So that that. That was just a wow. I don't think we even got to talk about it, man. It was just like... No,
0: no, no. You were supposed to talk about it last week. I
1: said you were going to come
0: on here and talk about it. So go ahead. Okay. Have your peace, man. I like how you gave Top 10 his respect, too. You know what I mean? Saying, like, with Kyle Lowry being out,
1: you know? I'm going to ignore that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This is a long-standing argument of press saying Kyle Lowry's Top 10 and he's sticking to his gun. So I'm going to ignore that. But, uh... But, yeah, man, so, like, I, I just didn't see that coming uh, as far as KD and what and, and what Kyrie was building. I still thought they had enough offensive firepower to just at least win a game. You know what I mean? I had this thing going seven games, albeit I did pick it right with the Celtics in seven. They just finished it up a little three games earlier. You know what I mean? So I was wrong in that aspect. But I just saw Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and that defense – and those guys being solid on both sides of the ball, like the offense and the defense and the willingness to lead, by example, in those two young players. And I think at this point you have to hush up the noise in terms of shutting these two guys or breaking them up. That's what you were here year after year, year after year, you know, even with injuries and different things that they would suffer and go through in, in terms of Boston, like they should break this duo up. That couldn't be anything further from the truth. Those guys can play together. They play well together. They just needed to grow, you know what I mean? And that's what we don't do, not what we don't do, but what teams don't do. They don't stay the course, you know, to see things through nowadays. Everybody wants a a microwave championship, and that's not going to happen unless you got maybe five guys in the NBA come to your team, and I think you know who those, those guys are when they're fully healthy. That's LeBron, that's Kawhi. I'm just going off of guys that have did it. You know what I mean? So those are the two that come to my mind immediately. KD is another. Giannis is another. And number five, y'all can take your pick. But I'm just saying. So, But they move on. Shocking sweep. There's going to be a lot of changes in Brooklyn. I don't know what it's going to be. You really can't let Kyrie go, even though he's always unavailable, even though he takes off randomly for random different things and events and he comes with his own baggage he is the reason why James Harden is gone. That's that's what we've we've heard and what we've read. So, you know, he he comes with a lot of different things. But the thing with the pandemic and COVID and not being getting a shot, that this can be an anomaly. You know what I'm saying? To me, that can be an anomaly. But everything else, Kyrie always comes with some shit. But what's the what's the alternative? Who's gonna trade for him? You know what I mean? Ever since LeBron left. You know what I mean? And he left the Cavs. He hasn't truly done anything worth really talking about in terms of team success, not just individual success, team success. So you really can't do nothing. Who's going to pick him up? Who's going to take that chance? He's not a proven winner. How much much longer can we rest on that one series in the finals where he went off? Are we just going to keep on crossing our fingers until that happens again? Or are we just going to go by the example that's set before us? I don't know. KD, got to step up, bro. You got to figure out a way. Got to figure out a way to play better. You know what I mean? He had that one game. Know that one game is not good enough. Because if this was anybody else, LeBron, they'd be on his ass if he had a series like that. But hats off to the Boston Celtics. I don't want to. I want to continue to give them their praise because they shut his ass down and made it. Difficult for him. You know what I mean? You've never known KD to shoot 20-something times and get 20 points. You know, normally if KD's shooting 20-something times, he got 40 on you, you know, because it's an efficient 20-something shots. So who knows, man? Ben Simmons, you know, prayers to him, man. I'm going to say that I'm going to err on the side of caution when it comes to mental health. I know a lot of people been beating him up about just trying to get the bag and get the check and all this stuff like that. I think from here on out, the Nets, if they care anything about this kid, when he's ready to play ball, bring him back online. Other than that, stop with the the in-between, the tweets publicly, he's meeting with the team to talk about his mental health. Like That doesn't necessarily need to be discussed because they're setting unrealistic expectations for him. If he truly has a mental health problem, let him go deal with the mental health problem. This is like something we've never seen in terms of sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could say suck it up, get suck it up, buttercup, do better, and all that shit, but that's not how it really is today. If we wanna embrace mental health and going to get your your head checked out, just as much you'll get your your kneecap, your elbow, your back, or whatever the case may be is hurting you, then let's do it. Let's welcome, let's usher this in, you know what I mean? Because this is a thing that he needs to take care of. Yeah, he missed a shot. Everybody don't handle it well. He's taking it. Everything that's happened since Philly, he's taking it extremely a different way. And none of us can really truly pinpoint what that is, so I, I'm just saying I hope that they handle it discreetly. You know what I mean. And you knew what you was taking on when you got them. You had to know. You had to know that. I know they do their due diligence. So, but that's all I got to say for that, man. But um, moving forward, round two is happening as we as we talk about this press. So I'll lead with a series. You give me who you got winning it. Can, I know can I... you've already. Can I you speak met, on one ready? thing
0: first? One more What's thing. This, I was in town, and I could have went to that Utah-Dallas game, game six. What happened? Why not? Just s- slipped my mind on what was happening that night and where I was at, where I, was, I had flew into. And I was just like, damn. You was in Utah? I, I was in Salt Lake City. I mean, damn. <laughs> that damn. game six. I seen that game come on. I was like, why the What did not buy that no ever ticket?
1: Ha- when would that ever happen again? A black man flying into Utah during Game Six just cause. <laughs> this is the second place you done been to. Where ain't no ain't, ain't too many more black people. <laughs> Where was you last time? Nebraska. Iowa. 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 Yeah, even worse. Even worse. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I was that man. I, I didn't end up going to the game. I was beating myself up sitting down there in the bar watching the game. I was like, "Why the hell didn't I just go?" Yeah, and just you could Uber have definitely saw
1: Luca do work. Yeah, that's the only series I, I believe I picked wrong, and that stinks in part to I didn't know. I didn't think Luca was going to come, come back to like maybe game four or five, but he, you know, he. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, they they surprised me too, but by winning some of those games, so. I mean, Utah's definitely going to break up. I think go, Rudy Goldberg goes somewhere. I would say trade him for Ben Simmons, you know, if you want something consistent at the position. But yeah. it, it is what it is. It's a possibility. All right, but, um, so you're going to go to,
0: like, second round. What's going on? Uh, Golden State versus Memphis. Oh, you're going to start down now. Golden State versus Memphis, man. You're going to want me to pick my hardest team, man, right? This, I, I'm i thinking to go full seven, Uh, and I'm taking Memphis.
1: Okay, the young upstarts, time. the young pups, they ain't afraid of nothing. They ain't going to overcome I, all I of that. I think
0: uh, Morant continues to build his name, you know, as a staple within this game. And uh, I think they overcome him, man. Uh, my only, <laughs> the only person I think is the uh, the, the young boy on, on the Golden State. You know, I don't think they kind of aware of him. Poole.
1: So. Yeah, pool. so. Man. Yeah, man, I think they got the firepower in Bane and uh, Ja Morant to keep up you know, again, that's the top offense in the league all year long in Memphis, so they got the horses, they got the number two seed, they got home court advantage, however, they just to me, the experience is going to edge out for me in this this series with Steph, Clay, and and those guys getting over the hump and finally winning another series after being out of the playoffs the last two years and, and falling off on the finals with injuries, those guys are fully back healthy, they're doing it again with a new crew, but I think that that wins out. You know, those guys doing it and being there. Um, yes, Memphis is here. They'll be back next year. But I just don't think that they they have enough just based on those leads that they lost. So if the same thing happens to where they get down by Golden State, Perez, you and I know. They ain't coming back. You ain't coming back. <laughs> so you can cancel. Chris, I don't care where you at. I don't care if you're in Memphis, Golden State, like, being down 20 to them is like being down 50 because they'll just keep pouring it on. Steph is gonna keep pulling as it, he it seems like the basket gets a lot more wider for that entire team when they up 20. Like they just they're just gonna keep on pulling. So I think that, but there's a lot of matchups I want to look at, you know, uh when they're playing there, who picks up Ja, because we know it ain't Steph. Steph always hides on the best point guards, and and rightfully so. That's your man that that goes with the shot. Got to do what you gotta do, right? So can Clay, which is known for his defense in the past, but this now, this is this is what you're back for, Prez. This is what you're back for. This is what Clay is back for. Can he can he hold down Ja because that's what he's gonna have to do? But then you got the cross matchup on Bane. Like Steph can't hide. Those two those two guards on Memphis are a load, are a load to handle. They both can shoot uh Bain a little bit better than than Ja. So this is gonna be an exciting, exciting, exciting series. So Definitely can't wait for that. one to start, and um, you know, big big thing for me on Memphis is will Jared Jackson stay out of foul trouble? History tells me no, <laughs> because he's staying in some foul trouble. So, yeah. um, so you got that? You got a uh, Phoenix versus Memphis Dallas. Guy.
0: Where we go? That we're going next?
1: Yeah, that's where we going. We stand in the West. Phoenix versus Dallas. Mm, this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough one. I got I got Phoenix winning this, of mm-hmm. course, but I I don't think this is gonna be. A cakewalk by no means. I just, I just really feel like Luca is one of those stars to where I don't care who they throw at them. They have excellent wings that can guard on Phoenix, but that boy Luca, man, he got that slow flow, man. He's in control. <laughs> he get he in control of the game every against any player. There's no defense for that. You know what I mean? And he got the green light, prez. He don't care if he missed if he misses first eight shots because he know he got 20 more shots to take. You know what I mean? And he's been busting, man, and he's going to mm-hmm. fill up the stat the stat sheet. You know what I mean? Like, he don't jump high. He don't run fast. He just play with his own pace, and I, and I love it, man. So, it's going to be on full display. He's going to do his thing, and he's – I don't know who really um, guards him, but CP3, they got their work cut out because J- um, Brunson, again, he stepped up big while Luka was out. That's the reason why they won that series is he's playing – he stepped his game up even more. So I'm excited for casual fans to really see what Brunson could do, do out there as far as um, doing his thing. But uh yeah, Phoenix is gonna be a load, man. So I think if Dallas could still win early in Phoenix, then we we end for a full seven. They lose those first two. I think we we get five, six games most out of it. So course, I got Phoenix. What about you?
0: Uh, I got Phoenix, and I think five. I think they still, they get they get one out of there. But I think, like, uh, they're going to lock in. They know they need to be rested going up for into this next round. So I think CP3 gives them on the, on the right little move and, you know, keeps them motivated. Go ahead and knock this out quick. All
1: right. Definitely. definitely. All right, let's move to the east. Miami, Philly. Uh, I got Philly.
0: You were saying, hey. no, saying nobody giving Miami respect. And, uh, yeah, I'm continue on you, not you giving Miami respect. You got Philly with
1: Embiid uh, missing first two games? Oh, shit. I did not. Bro, he broke his face over the bone. Yeah, man. Siakam. Si- Siakam came through. Boom, boom. Towards it. The, um, they were up, you know, quite a few in the closeout game. Man. So, they, they say at best he would be back by game three at best. So, yeah, man.
0: Mr. So, I'm the captain of this ship. Uh, took him out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dang. That's gonna be that's gonna be one though. Uh
1: That's like Luka in the first round. Like I didn't know uh, like they said third they say the third game, but who you know, who knows? He may come back with the uh okay, nice score. Nah,
0: Miami. Yeah, Miami, I still think Philly, I think it just goes full seven. If they if he's out for two, I think they come back through. Uh I still say Philly. But it may go to four seven
1: now. You putting it, you putting this on James. You letting James hard. You you put. You really think James Harden gonna hold it down in them first two games? You think the old James Harden come back? Or I mean, no, he, I think they lose. I mean, though. They're
0: gonna lose though. But I think they're gonna come back and fight the rest of the other game. So uh, and if he can, if Harden could come out and you know, you know, hold his own for one game, you know, give him one one one. I think that'd be the best case scenario. But I mean, Stinger's gonna go seventy the way go now. But I still have Philly over Miami.
1: All right, all right. So I got Miami, clearly. Like, uh, they, they lose the first two in Miami. And if he... Yeah, so it says, yep, uh, Philadelphia franchise players expected that at least games one and two in the team's playoff series against Miami. At least?
0: I don't like that at talk. At
1: least. Yep, 76ers announced big man has suffered a right orbital fracture and mild concussion in Philly's, Cleary, um, Philly's series clinching game six win at Toronto. So he's not even traveling to the team, um, to Miami. He can put on that damn so.
0: clear face mask. He'll be good, bro. We'll be good.
1: I think so. I, th- I think. I think so. I think so, man. But yeah, he got to. He still has to clear concussion protocol, So it's all that stuff going on as well. So with missing those first two, I think those are critical, man. I don't think they they dig out of a a o two hole. I mean, they're coached by Doc Rivers, for peace'
0: sake. <laughs> I do hate Doc Rivers. I have to talk. <laughs> Down when with the last time all, Doc yeah, crawl out of a O yeah. two
1: deficit? Uh, <laughs> man. Okay, this man's a great coach. Great coach, but uh, I'm yeah, gonna stick crazy. with it just
0: because of what I said and what I was originally going with. But uh, yeah, my my, I'm not feeling too confident about my my pick though. If oh, you was betting, now, right. I would tell you, don't listen at me right now.
1: <laughs> what do you got Boston uh, Bucks right now As, we, as we're as um, we talking right now The Bucks are up by about 10 in game 1 uh, Bucks
0: This ain't gonna be no sweep uh, I think it probably They they squeak out Boston squeaks out 1 Maybe 2 1 nah, I'm, I'm gonna say 1 I think it'll be squeaks? 4 Squeaks Oh one. no respect on the number 2 C's Man, name just, No it's just all?
1: the over respect I got for That boring ass Bucks. Boring ass Bucks yeah, it's Mr. Fifty Piece Nugget himself, Yeah. Giannis, Buck Nasty. Okay, okay, okay. All right, Bucks Nation. I got y'all, man. You Hold got two. Down, you man.
0: got two teams that we talk about. Like you know, what I mean, like they have like a star on their team, but they play great team ball, right? But yeah. I just feel like the Bucks, you know, the, do it just that much better. Uh, so we'll we, we'll see how this goes. you know, any one of the t- any anybody on those teams can get hot, but you, the main two, uh, if we're going. Tatum versus uh, Giannis, and Giannis is just going to have his way up in there, you know? So I think they got the better yeah, you, chance you to take,
1: six, take over again. you take 6'11". Yeah. yeah. You take 6'11", you get to anything on the floor, one, two, three steps, he's boom, yamming it on you. They have no size in Boston to defend him. They got great defenders, yeah, but in space, he's going to be a load. But same thing with Tatum. Same thing with Tatum. Uh, Brown, does he keep consistent, you know, on the Celtics, Jalen Brown, because what people don't realize is in that that first series, besides Tatum, Brown wasn't shooting all that well either. Like, he, you know, mm-hmm. it was a lot of shots. It was really a team team win, truly. Marcus Smart was giving you 14, 20. Like he, he, that's where he was in a 14 to 20-point range every game. So, but you got to defend here. And then also, you know, you got Drew Holiday. So, Drew Holiday is going to take something away from your best play, the same way you've been taking away something from a KD, Mm -hmm. as in Boston in the last round. You know what I mean? Giannis defends as well as Tatum defends. You know what I mean? So there's there's a whole lot of things going on, and they can go big with Portis. And then you got Lopez down there, and they're they're at an advantage when they go big. You know what I mean? Because their bigs can shoot threes, and they can post up as well. So that rebounding thing is going to be a thing, but... At the end of the day, my true concern is Middleton. Like, what does Middleton do? Um, because he I think he's going to miss this series too altogether. Dang. And if if he does come back, it'll be towards the end of the series. You know, which I think this will be going to a, a game six, bucks and six. That's what I got. This bucks and six, man. Okay.
0: So okay,
1: bucks and five, bucks and six.
0: All right, all right, then, man. All I mean, right. that's that's our picks. For this this right next round, we'll see how that turns out uh as you're saying, like bucks up right now, but ten points
1: uh about ten points now, yeah
0: okay okay uh all right, then man, I think that kind of wraps up all our sports had a lot of sports to get to we had big big weeks in both you know you had the n f l draft and then you had the n b a playoffs uh wrapping up, so some great weeks uh gives us our uh, on onset, so let's go on to go into music man. Let's 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 go back into last week, man. Let's uh, push the T, man. I gave my 30 minute uh, talk on the album. Really loved it. Still liking it this week. Uh, continue to listen to it, man. Um, get more of what we got from what we used to with uh, Push, and he just does it at that next level, man. Where much as you want to, if somebody hating on him because of the cocaine bars, you can't. He's bringing something fresh to it every time. Like, <laughs> much, much as you hate him and you pray for his downfall, it ain't happened yet. So, uh, but your thoughts on
1: Hey, first and foremost, I'm I'm a huge fan of his music, so this is totally going to be fan-sided. I'm a fan out and give you kind of what I truly feel when I'm being objective. As a fan, this is everything I could ask for in terms of a project from Pusha T. I got a full-length album with 12 tracks, so even though Daytona was fire, it was seven songs, it was just quick enough, came right back around, felt like nothing was wasted. Now you come into this, you got seven, you know, five more songs, a full length. How is he really going to do coming off the heels of Jack being deemed a classic? Because pretty much anybody, whether it's uh, mainstream, underground, middle ground, whatever, you know, whatever type of listener, enjoy Daytona. So what what are you going to do this time around with keeping it consistent and true to his theme? What do you do? You go get your brother Malice out of retirement, you know, and you end the album off with a, um, you know, with I Pray For You, which they smoke that. They smoke that. I love the production on that. Speaking of production, to me, the production on on this thing, as I sit and settle with it, my first listen, I was like, ah, damn, it sounds a little bland. It sounds a little 444-ish, like a little minimalist. You know what I mean? I put it in a whip. Most of it didn't knock in terms of the sound, sound quality. Most of it didn't knock in the car; it just sounded really bland um, and not mixed too well in terms of their vo- the vocals or the the, the the beats and the hollow. In particular, I'm talking about "Dreaming of the Past," the rock and roll joint. So pretty much, most of the Kanye. So I was about to say you talking about
0: the Kanye, and I spoke in, on this. I saw it, 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 for little snippets, I go back last episode, listen to it, but I give you little snippets. I was saying like he never straight two way from that Pharrell pocket where he sounds the best on where it has like that little sound and with the heavy bass where where it's gonna knock a little bit. And it sound like he's sitting in the and pocket. That's, that's like, very evident on Brambledon and uh, Let, the Smokers, uh, like, phew, Let the Smokers Shine the Coop. Like Let the Smokers Shine. Now
1: coupe. I like Let the Smoker. I li- I like it. You know what I mean? Like I can deal with that because again we listen to a lot of underground shit and a lot of underground shit don't have all of that bass and the, you know, extra shit going on with it. It's normally loops and the guy or gal's vocals kind of sitting really close to that. Like, those are easier to mix because it doesn't have as much going on. But sometimes when you do have more going on with certain voices, it sits a little bit better in the mix. It's a lot more easier, you know, that I've, I've found out um, myself as I've recorded. Like, the more bass and boom... Boom in it. You know what I mean? I yeah. my my light voice sits better into it. The more like let the smoker shine the coop type beats where it was like stripped down, mm-hmm. that's where you gotta really be a surgeon with your <laughs> with yeah. your mixing. And maybe that's what the look, that's what they were looking for. You know what I mean? So, and I was like I was saying on on the Brampton, like that'd be like the sense when we are
0: talking about uh, Pharrell, where he like I think they do great that synthesizer tone with the over that heavy mm-hmm. bass, like and that just knock a little bit, like those are where he kills it. That go ahead.
1: And I and I, and I like pusher on that. I like pusher on on beats to where it sounds full, fully produced, and when it has other things going on and different transitions and, and small little. Nuances in the beat that that happen. Like I don't like pushing on, on stuff that's like super uh, stripped down. So that's just my preference when I'm listening to Pusher. But nevertheless, this is good production throughout. I think you're nitpicking um, if you're a producer. Like mostly, mostly it's from the producer homies that didn't really rock with the production on it as much. But I, I don't produce. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm listening to it from a lover of hip hop or rap versus or a person that would rap on something like, ooh, I would, you know, I would do this to this or do this to that. So I, I really do rock with the beats overall, but it took me some time to settle in to them. You know what I mean? Because, of course, you know the bars were going to be there, but, you know, sometimes you just need push to kind of settle in with the beats. But as I settled into the album, man, I think I let, would have let the Smokers shine the Coops and then Brambleton. You know what I mean? Like, just... Even even with all that said, I think let the smoke shine the coops is an intro. It grabs your attention right away. Brambleton was still dope. Still dope. Still yeah, he, dope. He, to, he told way. a story
0: on that, man. He told a story right. of like the come up and then the downfall. Like a, you know, just hanging with this guy. I think he was talking about his uh, manager on that track, you know.
1: Yeah, I forget. Yeah, he name dropped him. He named him. He didn't already. name drop him. He didn't name drop him. He didn't? No, he, he but well, he landed. What's the Landland? The landing, Landon, Landon something? One of the I don't guys. think he Maybe name drops track but I it think he, uh,
0: you know, he put it, paint the whole picture when he was talking about you was on DJ, Vlad, you know, on Vlad TV, talking all this stuff. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Snitch, remember Snitch? Yeah. The song Snitch from, um, yeah. but yeah, that's ago. not to say that so- that so- Pusher, Pusher, Ninja,
0: Pusher that Pusher don't do don't, ha- don't have on. no problem just like mentioning names coming out. I mean, he's been doing it for years. I mean, and yeah. he still, uh, I forget which track it was up in here where he talks about Drake and. Uh, uh Drake and uh Wayne when he comes down. I, I asked you about that.
1: Go ahead. Okay. So then you got um rock and roll with Kid Cudi and Kanye West. Probably last time we're gonna hear them until they kiss and make up, uh, which they typically do. They fall out and fall, and you know, they they homies, man. So, but as far as overall, man, open air was I'll say my favorites, man. Just so you remember, I pray for you. And Scrape It Off, man. No, actually, Call My Bluff. 1-800-CALL-MY-BLUFF. Yeah. So those were the ones that were, like, deep in the pocket of the album. Those are the ones that I gravitated to the most. But I think Let the smoke Shine the Coops, and um, Rock and Roll, those ones had my head nodding. Outside of the ones I've already heard. Of course, I heard Hear Me Clearly. We heard Neck and Wrist. I think Jay-Z delivered a really dope verse. But, you know... Damn, it's much more to be desired from both of them. You know what I mean? On that track. Like I I never, I'd never disliked the track at all. It's just like, damn, you know what I mean? For getting hoves get to come out. It's growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna, in the in know. the context of
0: that. Right, man, so a couple songs then I have right. to ask you about, because I didn't wasn't didn't have you here last week uh to talk to you about it. So a couple of lines thrown up in this man that uh <laughs> push. Push, push, nah, me give and push me a push, man. Give so me uh, on Just So You Remember, that's one where he's like on uh, the solo, like he, he's just rapping by himself on there no nobody else on there. Uh, my Joker, Smile, you know who the villain is. That's got to be a reference to Drake, right? In
1: the story of Adidon, you know, where he's, uh, he's saying that. I ain't, I ain't, pick, I ain't pick that up. I ain't, I ain't really getting no Drake energy too much. Like, like as far as sleep I just felt like he was he was coming at him on that. Day. He was just like because he, he was like
0: <laughs> he was he was painting himself the villain up in that that whole song and especially in that first verse and just saying it. So when he said that, I was like, Well, who is he really talking about? It gotta be Drake on that, right? And uh, but yeah, he had a couple bars Probably in The Purest Snow We Selling uh White White Privilege, uh The Book of Blow, Just Know I'm the Genesis. Like, uh, man, he yeah, yeah. had and then on like call by bluff. What he said, the villains, the killings, no ceilings, I yawn. We specialize in not getting locked up, Akon. That's Wayne, right? That's Wayne, right? Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could paint you could paint it that. I think it was more of a play on Akon, the uh, actual singer um line. I think it was more of a play on that. The villains, the killings, no on, ceilings.
0: I yawn. Yeah. We yeah. specialize in not okay, getting locked okay, up. Okay, Wayne okay. got locked up. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, A-Con. Wayne okay. was locked up. Man, Wayne was locked up, up well, during that time frame. A-Con. And then
1: Drake tried to step in, right? It's a, it's a case to be made. It's a case to be made. I think the a line threw me off. I was like, okay, that was just him locked up. And then talking about kind of like how cats celebrate getting locked up or coming I think home right like after they, that, too, he said, I, I don't think time. people are going to
0: get that. That that reference, like he said something like that. Like I don't I don't think they got they got.
1: Yeah, I got to go back. I got to go back and listen a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more. Okay, okay. (laughs) I I got I can see the conspiracy theory press, man. Conspiracy theory press, man. But yeah, that was that was that was that, man. (laughs) Uh, You got anything else to say about on that album? Um, no, man. I, I think that a lot of the the um. Dislike for the album or the, a lot of the critique was warranted in in certain aspects. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I always see everything yeah, online on what maybe people no, like and don't like. So it, I think it was warranted, but it wasn't. It wasn't too much negative slander. People analyze the shit too much. Just enjoy music. Good, it was
0: good. Uh, it was a good fucking album.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good fucking album. That too. That too. That you got to get to a certain. You get to a certain point with covering these albums and us talking about it to where I'm like, yeah, even with the people I like, I'm like, yo, I I enjoy it like. Some of the stuff that I'm annoyed with other people, I'm like, right. even it's, it's like, um, if you if you could do a equated to like sports or something like that, like even when certain players have bad games, the top tier guys is a lot better than your favorite rapper. You know what I mean? Like their their down games is still twenty and, mm-hmm. and, and five. You know what I mean? Like, but when that's your guys, it's peak. So to speak It's, it's like the you Patriots that I mean? so, 19
0: and 1 uh, Their 18 and 1 run Or 19 and 1 Or whatever it was You know with Randy Moss Man that thing was still uh, A thing of beauty To see throughout the year You know just Them able to toss it up And you know have Yeah yeah They yeah. just didn't win the championship They just, they just didn't win,
1: just didn't win, win the chip. championship You know what I'm saying So it's just It's just stuff like that That where I see It's like y'all know Y'all know this is a good project man Like y'all know this is a good project And if you would've got this Years ago before you became So over analytical of the music, you know what I mean? To the point where, nah, I you know what I mean? Like I thought Pharrell and Kanye would have did a lot better. I'm like, if this man said he wanted something different, which, you know, a lot of people don't watch interviews and stuff like that, and teaches them, right? You know what I mean? But cats literally go and explain to you what they went in to do. And if it came out how they intended it to come out, you know I, I, I give you some slack. Okay you intentionally Was trying to sound this way Okay okay Now I can listen to it In a different way Okay you were trying to do this But at the end of the day Teach on If people don't like it They don't like it I enjoy this project So um, It, it gets a good A good I'd probably say okay. Eight out of ten okay. For me Yeah it's good It's good it's, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know I'm, I'm still
0: loving it I ain't gonna give it A number yet But I'm, I'm really loving this album Pretty sure it's gonna end up On my top ten Somewhere at the end of the year I'm saying that in What it's May 1st so I'm already still saying that I'm pretty sure it's Got a lot, lot more albums, album's but I'm, coming. I'm, I'm lot pretty, lot pretty sure it's probably be up in there. <laughs> uh all right, yeah. let's let's go off to just the next so one that so came so. off that week that I didn't speak on.
1: Uh the blast. Okay, yeah, blast, man. Like he's been is this, this is this like considered his debut album? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure. Like, I I he don't do much press, he just keeps putting out consistent material. You know he had uh, the joint with Bino Rudeau last mm-hmm. year. Towards I forget what time last year that one was jamming, and then he had dropped something before that. I think he dropped two projects, or he, or in twenty twenty he dropped a project as well. But like they all in mm-hmm. dope to me. Like so, I, I'm not I'm not sure, man. It's here he got be signed to what? Uh, I Think this is this is independent Red Bull okay. Records Eagle. Uh, I, mean, so I don't know who. last before so you go. Assume.
0: Thirteen songs, thirty two minutes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Cash, tell us what you liked about the album Tell us which songs you would uh, point people in the direction of Or what you thought was the standout for yourself I,
1: What I like about the album is Going back to what we were saying a couple pods ago To where when we listen to music You like to feel like you're in that location Like mm-hmm. it used to be Before you, the world opened up And social media and everything Like Every time I hear Blast, I feel that springtime vibes. I feel that that summertime vibe and I always feel that bop. And it's never forced. He just in pocket every single time. And it never gets old, even though he does the same type of beats, so to speak, that that bouncy Cali thing. But that's what I want from him. You know, I don't if he does something else, ballads or something like that in the future, it just depends on how it's produced and what how I'm gonna receive it. But I really love this joint. I like the um the fake love in LA. With Aaron Ray. I don't know if you ever listen to Aaron Ray, but I I fuck with Aaron Ray and his solo or whatever. So that was to me him doing something different than what I typically like him for and it working for me. So that's why I said that's what was my build up for that. Um the other joint is talk to me nicely. I like that. The first three joints. On here, Skyline's music never was wrong I put that about about you.
0: you. Those that three, it's like yeah, yeah. Those three are on my list as well. Like those that 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 three string, but that about you is like the one that stands out at the end and like kind of elevates that. Like I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this. All right, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and then this don't this ain't too like R and B to the point where it um it can't be played at the summertime cookout. It can't. It, it's not like it don't drown down to that level. You know what I mean? He keeps a good balance of keeping the vibes going. You can play this at a day party. You can play this as you're cleaning up, as you're riding around, running errands. This is like a multi-purpose album. Like, you can listen to this in the morning. You know what I mean? You can listen to it in the afternoon after work when you ride back. You know, so I think this is a this is a Swiss Army knife as far as an artist. Like, I'm interested or, or you know, really looking forward to what he could do moving forward, especially if he gets that big that big backing, like the only thing he's he's uh missing right now is the look, is the look from you know, just the masses. Because I think people know who Blast is. And that's Blast B-L-X-S-T for our listeners. B L X S T for our listeners. It's called Before You Go. We probably should have said that in the beginning. Yeah. You probably did, Perez, but my my old man brain um don't remember. So if y'all looking for it, but that that's what it is. But like I think it's he's truly, truly dope, man. He sounds like a you know a newer version of Nate Dogg, and I know that's high praise, but I could definitely see him crooning a lot of different hooks if that was still a thing, you know what I mean. But I think people gonna start picking up on him because he's he's picking up some steam. But I just think he needs the um, the big look for more people to gravitate towards his sound because he's really dope. Uh, I, yeah, I did not like the fake love in L.A. That's the reason I was shocked
0: that you actually said that because I, I, no I, 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 I didn't feel that LA. song, but that that <laughs> three song. Uh, intro, like you were saying, six uh, lounge music, Never Was Wrong About You, man, that's yeah, kind of sold me on the whole album, but then uh, Pick Your Poison, I like Every Good Girl, Talk To Me Nicely and Let It Be Known was a great way to uh,
1: kind of end off the album. Uh, definitely switch. Sorry, one last one. Um, sometimes with Zachary, mm-hmm. so you know Zachary from TDE. I don't know if you uh, rock with Zachary's music, but I got to send you uh, one of Zachary's old projects that I think you were, would rock out to that came out maybe two, three years ago. So, But just wanted to point that out because I think that was one of my, um, okay. my favorite songs yeah, well.
0: Overall, though, yeah, great album, man. I uh, would suggest it. If you need that little mix, that R&B mix up in there, this is a great one to throw up up, up in there. Uh, I've mixed it in with that the T over the past couple of weeks and, you know, just kind of nice little change of pace and everything the whole time,
1: so. Okay, okay. So what we got next, man? We get, we hopping right back to to the bars. Yeah, let's, the man. Bars. Let's go
0: with what came out this week. Uh, ransom, man. No no rest for the wicked. Eleven songs, thirty nine minutes. Uh, and I'll let you lead off. Go ahead. All
1: right, press. I'm just gonna be painfully honest, and that's not a negative thing. Um, you know, I, I look. I love my. I love Rand. I love what he's doing. That like we always talk about Rand's 2020 run and just really as our personal getting back into what Ransom does. Like he was dropping before that, but like for some reason or another, everybody points to 2020, that pandemic year, where we was all inside as the year that Rand truly put his foot back down and, and just was spitting bars and him with Griselda and a lot of a lot of the other guys, 38 Special really bringing that type of rap. Rock Marciano bringing this type of lyricism back to the forefront with bars, loops, no drum, like whatever, This just bar bringing bars back. So I'd like to credit him for that. Um, but his last solo album, Heavy Is The Head with Big Ghost, for some reason or another, it didn't connect with me like that. Because I don't really, I know we covered it, but I don't think me and you even talked about it too much. You know what I'm saying? And for him to have the bars to be elite, which they're elite on that project, I kind of was coming into this one like he covered back up with the, the, was collab- the one Rome streets. Yeah, that that's the Was the one that was like all saying.
0: like a uh, uh, king theme and stuff like that? Right? Yeah, I, I like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. king like, theme. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I I I don't go back to it at all. Um and um. Yeah, I just don't. Just it's probably the beats more more so. Just they weren't they weren't there for me um, prior to that. Seven, you know I love seven. You know what I mean. So it's just what I what I come to like from ransom. Uh, Coop the grace was a nice collab follow up, but now back to no rest for the wicked. Boy, oh boy, prez. As this damn thing started, the halt rituals thirty eight special. 30, 38 special man, I, I've i been asleep for too long. I've listened to your stuff, but this verse is a verse that will make people go back and check out who the hell 38 special is. And, and that's saying a lot. That's what you should strive to do, especially if, you know what I mean, if you're not as known as the rappers that you, album you're on, people know him from the underground. He's pre- producing crazy for a lot of other artists in the underground, so not speaking to people who know who know. I'm just saying who people who's picking up this Ransom album for the first time, that's the type of verse where you're supposed to do your damn thing. So shout out to 38 Special on that. So Rituals, Fire, Circumstances, one too big on that, um, Don't Really Like. I think they both came with it, just not too big on that song. But after that, press, he goes on a fucking run. From Overnight Success to Compromise, Making It, Redemption, Captions, and then Imperial Glaciers with Willie the Kid. Can't the like the rest of the album from four to eleven, smokers, smoke, smokers lyrically. Like there's no there's no skip. The only skip I, I got is with the game. That's the only one I don't like. Everything yeah. else, smooth, smooth listen. And I went right back around and listened to it twice. That don't happen too often when I'm listening to music. Like I'm I'm normally getting to something else, but your album has to be super duper fire for me to roll through, what, 38 minutes and let it come right back around, another 38 minutes. Before I got to Future, before I got to the Kalani, before I got the P.J. Moore and all those other albums that I was looking forward to, this, this, this came back around at least three times before I listened to anything else. So I know permanent rotation music. Permanent rotation music. But as for you, man... Well, what do you got? What, are we, what are Man, so I, I'm by? feeling the
0: same way you're feeling, but uh, the circumstances I like, and then when it comes out, like when you was talking about featuring the Willie the Kid, I want to just emphasize that 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 a little bit more, man, because I know like the early teens, I used to listen to that Willie the Kid heavy, man, when he was on that uh, Absolute Greatness, The Cure Somewhere, Masterpiece Theater, Living Daylights, and then that Aquamarine, I know I bumped that like a, a whole hell of a lot, and a couple songs off that Winter Circles, Mainstream, uh, freestyle, The Foam and Marina. So it was, like as a fan of, of Willie the Kid, listened to a lot of his music. I was just happy to hear him on, on that song at the end of, end of it all. So uh, yeah, that kind of set it off even more for me. And I just, like same thing you saying, I looped it right back around again as well. So That was a lot of his mixtapes and stuff I yep. named up. He there. said he got so people who really been listening to him. Like I said, those early teens, Don't I kind of like, yeah, uh, fell off a little bit uh, since then, but I know those early teens, I used to listen to Willie the Kid heavy.
1: Wanna shout out the rest of the features though on the album um Beautiful Grave Sights," mm-hmm. produced by JR. This is a repeat. This was on one of Ransom's previous projects. Kind of think one of the songs that we mentioned and how we uh got hit to them. And I, I gotta admit, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, shout out the production was tight, JR. He was like, yo, that's old. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. I forgot. Yeah, it just came <laughs> back forgot. in on this one. Like, but it, it didn't like, hit uh, me right.
0: Yeah. when yeah. I Actually, like, when I was going through it, listened to it the first time, I thought, you know how it goes. Like, you listen to the album, then it start going into, like, other music that you're like. like so He, I thought, I was it like, to, he thought it went to like, something else. A, and I was like, oh, okay, it's on the album. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. But, um, shit, so much music. Gotta forgive me for that. Um, so, yeah, we, you, you shouted out Willie Kid Heavy. Tyrant was another one on captions. Mm-hmm. He 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 came and showed up. I don't know who Tyron is, but definitely made me, you know, raise an eyebrow. Like I gotta I gotta check out what this person has solo because he he went toe to toe with Ran on there, and you of course it's not a battle. It ain't nothing like that. But like when same thing to when we find out about um, Jr. Like when it make you be like, hmm, who's this? You know what I'm saying? I think everybody did that outside of game. <laughs> Why you keep hitting at that? That's, like
0: um, I feel like that game, I like that song, man. I still like it. I think it's a good collab.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good. I just, I don't, <laughs> you don't know. You feel a man, certain left, type of way about it. You just mentioned it twice now. Like, yeah, except for the game. Right? <laughs> you crazy. I'm just being honest, man. That's the one song. That's the one song that when they come on, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad game is second. <laughs>
0: I don't feel that way at all I, I, th- I and, and, think it's uh, good I and, think
1: the whole know, album is I, good I speed past game it's a good, it's a good verse good verse it's not what about trash. it you it's don't like some, Cash like, what, what about do you it. think he left on the table it ain't the, it ain't the um, it's more so a blend of both I don't, I'm not sure if I really rock with the beat too much and I feel like game ain't staying on topic man like so he, he ended up He talking about his man Pookie getting shot Or whoever the person was in the, in the verse And um But it just seemed Not focused not It seemed focused. like he mailed the verse in Saying like the, Yeah not focused Mailed the verse in Like I mean damn dog Like have a little bit more respect To stay on topic For the song man Like this sounded like How Game be doing I be doing them ads And shit like that For 1-800 Call a feature type shit And yeah, I don't like that like at least at least put some effort into it making it seem like you guys talked about this feature a little bit. You know, but I think it's not bad rapping. It's just com- combination of not staying to the topic and then also the beat for me was like ah, I'm I'm cool on the beat. It is not trash. It's just cool on it. So that that's that's my that's the feeling on on the album to be on I mean the pro- that song circumstances. But overall, overall, I'm, I'm, this is in rotation. Redemption, redemption. Like, I normally don't tweet and add a rapper. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I, I'll say your album's good and I won't at you. I know you get a million ats on release day and stuff like that. I try to keep, you know, keep them. I don't, don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, if, if people do it, that's love. But I necessarily don't do it. But I had to, had to add it because he was, it's so many quotables mm-hmm. on Redemption's uh, captions. Overnight success.
0: Gambler, uh, Redemption like was the so one with captions. the all I need
1: beat, right? Yeah, man. I was
0: just happy yeah, yeah, that you yeah, just yeah, like that came back like, and like I'm just like, man, that's that's that 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 sample just demands you to like people, other people. Like, I want to hear people spit over that. Like, so
1: yeah, I was I was Yeah. No Not a lot of people rap over like a lot of the um other songs off Blueprint, not the the staples that everybody knows, but like there's that production yeah. on Blueprint was fire, man. So, I like that. Um, who who produced Redemption? Let me see. Let me get in here and see. Give that person credit. It says says uh, Joseph Martinez, man. Joseph Martinez. So, shout out to Joseph, man. <laughs> so, that, that's one of my favorite. That is my favorite yeah, 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 song, yeah. When actually. I heard that, that I, I played that
0: one, like, so. back to back. Like, that song specifically. Like, when I heard that, I was like, ooh. Hey, he's going in on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably why the album is probably more so 45 minutes for me, <laughs> because I get to that song, and now it's, like, on three, four times, and, like, I, my wife's like, how many times you going to have this, damn? Because, you know, the bass and the sub is going behind me, and my wife's like, yo, how many times you going to let this fucking song play in a row? Like, that's that's how much I ran that damn song into the ground, man. So, yep, I was up in this motherfucker at 6.30 in the morning <laughs> banging out to ransom, so... <laughs> But yeah, that's my shit, man. That's my shit, man. Right. So, fire, fire, fire albums, man. That's so, all I. um
0: That's all. Well, I got again. to a
1: couple. I listened at the future. Uh
0: I listen at the future.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I listen to it, the future as well. It, um, well uh, yeah, yeah so, far, yeah. so far, so far, so good. Huh? I, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten through it like I want to before to give a real. uh We don't have to give a review. What do what, what are you liking so far on uh, it, man? We don't have to give a real review. Uh, we just uh, say no, what we the got. song with Kanye.
0: Uh, I mean, because I, mean, cause I ain't have nothing written down on this. One. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, got to yeah, I got to Keep it the burning. The song with Young Thug, you ain't like that
1: one. Huh, I could tell. <laughs> okay, for nut. Yeah, yeah, they they were yeah. The, question the, bars. Question the bar, questionable bars, <laughs> questionable, questionable bars on there. Man. I mean, yeah. that's
0: hip hop though. They <laughs> have like the question.
1: But look, 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 but check this out. Check this out, fresh. Check this out before you keep going. Well, uh, it the Kodak, pick. the Kodak black one. <laughs> the, look, the title. The title? No, no. no I just, I'm just going to have some fun. Keep it burning, and then the next song is for nothing. <laughs> 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 like, what's happening here? Like, who's making, who's making these decisions? Back, go, 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 yeah, go that, go that. Yeah, that one
0: uh, I, I liked a lot. And then when it came back around at the end uh to the Drake one, you know, I was feeling that the four, uh the Gunner, and the forty-two Doug too. What about The forty two dog in
1: that one? The don't Drake say,
0: features. as a drop out. No, 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 no. Uh, what was it? What was it? No, no, no. no it was Gunna, Gunna and, and uh, uh ESTG and Young
1: Thug. Yeah. Good, good, God. That 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 guy. He he coming, yeah. man. He coming every time he get on a feature. Every time I hear him, like he just he in the zone right now. So shouts out to him, man. Like, but yeah, chickens is a dope one. Um, I'm On One with Drake the solo feature mm-hmm. and Wait For You yeah. I, I like both Drake features actually yeah, it seems like he brings the best yeah, they out do. of they Drake make, they make good music for some, some reason or another it's like
0: almost like that uh, Kanye yeah, so, and Kid Cuddy thing you know when they get on the track together which hey you mentioned you hated on that Porsche T which uh, I was like man that, that may be the last time oh, I didn't say I hated Cudi it Cudi I said and
1: Porsche, uh,
0: uh, Cudi and Kanye
1: I didn't say I hated it I said that's gonna be the last time okay. that they collaborate I hate I hate that this is gonna be the last time they collaborate. Okay, so Honestly, get i back on track. This Future. Yeah. let's <laughs> get back on track. So, Future, 7 12 p.m. for me, that was one of the ones. Um, you know, Future's always known to set the tone, regardless of how you feel about them on an album, with just coming out the gate saying a lot of um, witty lines, man. Like, for me, if, if you listen to Future, you know, his opening opening song is normally like, is, is, uh, to capture you. That's, that's the whole point of it. Like he takes those intros seriously. So I like that joint and um, puffing on Zooties. Um, that was another joint that I like uh, sonically. And then after that, man, I'm still getting through the project just to kind of get my feel for it. So, but I, I'm through the first half, like probably up to the ESTG song to where I can like really speak on any of those songs. But the latter half, I really haven't given it a chance. Even the, the second Drake feature, like, I can't tell you a whole lot about it, but so far, so good. This will be probably a change of pace project for me. Um, once I'm done listening to the the, the pusher T's and the, the Ransoms of the Worlds, and also, I know I got Action Bronson to get to, Alchemist and Derringer um, produced a lot of the pro- um, project on that. So I wanted, I got to hear Action on Alchemist and, and Derringer beats. Like, he, I don't know, I don't think, Action being able to rap as well as he does, he fucks that up in any way, shape, or form. So, definitely want to see that through. See that through. So, but yeah, I never liked you. about future so far so okay. good for me, man. Uh, uh,
0: Luke had gold mouth. Yeah, yeah, deluxe. Uh, deluxe. I think I added like four or five more songs. Uh, yeah, yeah. I listened to it. Listen to it. Too, well, I mean, I, and I started I- off at the the end of the album where, like I said, the the songs that he added in. So I started off there and I was like, okay, this is a nice little mix add into it that went back early and really smelled the whole album. So,
1: uh. okay. So, Luke Gold Mouth, spelled with an M O U F mouth. So, go check that out. That's a project that we talked about a lot last year and that we really, really, really enjoyed. I think it made it to both mm-hmm. of our top tens, actually, or either honorable mention. But I know we did a review on it and we mentioned it again. One of us, I think. I I think I had him in my top ten yeah, actually yeah. too. He was so. he was definitely mine. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that's just some of the projects that we you know we listened to actively last week or so. Uh, we're gonna get through a me- few more. I know we had uh, Pooh <laughs> Shiesty Shiesty Season Certified. He dropped another uh, that, that seems like mm. a deluxe to the deluxe. <laughs> um, so you know, but he got about five years, I believe, for us. Um, you know he got sentenced to, so we won't really be hearing too much of him. You know what I mean. So hold your head, man, and uh, hopefully he come out and he's still young enough to really get back in and, and do something and get get back right as far as this this music game goes. Um, Wale dropped more about nothing uh, mixtape from several several years ago. One of the mixtapes that had us fall, you know, you know, not fall in love, but just really start rocking with his music. Um, for lack of better words, um, back then. So the More About Nothing series, the Seinfeld, the Skits, Genius series all the way up to the album. I think Prez and I have something special as far as bringing back our Only the Classics you know, just letting y'all know uh, It'll be a while probably gonna be Attention yeah.
0: deficit Probably sure. need to be that Cause I felt like He came out the gate Swinging and did an g- awesome job On that, you know And then even Starting that tree And mixing You know, yeah We got, we got several With uh, other artists Outside of the lane You know, with La- La- da- Lady, Gaga. Da- Lady Gaga Lady Gaga La- da- That's
1: what I'm trying to think of. Da- Yeah mm-hmm. That was like was, Lady- was that Lady Gaga on that song? Mm-hmm. Looking at, looking at Looking at me Okay but yeah, so yeah, definitely he had yeah. a lot of good looks on that. And you know, I don't yeah, yeah, man. We I, mean, I don't know. Let's 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 listen to both of them and then then make a make a decision so we can have our only the classic joint lined up. And I think that's it, man. Oh, Kerr, K-U-R the Holdover. He dropped an EP. I mentioned it. one of his singles called uh Shiesty a couple weeks ago. So he just randomly popped up on my playlist. And again, when his project dropped, he propped up on my new new my items. So, y'all go check the holdover by Curz. about six joint EP. I like it. So far, so good. So, I stopped what I was doing to listen to that as well. Anything I uh, miss, Perez? Anything I uh, miss? Nah, I would just like
0: curse man. It's, it's it. just like rapping nonstop pick a beat. He didn't care about the beat. Wasn't rapping on beat and stuff like that. No, no, no,
1: no. Straight, 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 uh... I, <laughs> I like know. his style. I, I don't I know. I got something for the point
0: of having a beat at that point?
1: If you just... <laughs> 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 well, one of our favorite artists never rapped on beat too much. He just was doing his own thing. Yeah. Freeway. I... Staying, staying in Philly, but yeah. he had a unique voice. So that, that, that really covered him down. And he picked... And he had... Just Blaze and Kanye, and remarkable producers, <laughs> being the backdrop to his to his shit. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, um. <laughs> when I, when I was listening to it, I was just before, like, "Man,
0: what's the point of this beat? Just cut it off!" Like,
1: like you saw, it. he just rapping
0: like, "No, It's <laughs> just like, "What's the point of what's happening?"
1: It? But it's a lot of people that do that. E forty does it. It's a lot of people that don't rap on beat. Westside Gun does like, it. Noah like Tim it's a lot of it's so, a lot man, of people that like, do it. Oh. Hey man, I'm going here. i don't rap man. Find something, find a song. Go, your boy T <laughs> Grizzly. Your boy T Grizzly is notorious for that shit. And you don't know, dude. I don't, it, know, so. that. I don't see, know what it is. See, once he start picking apart my guys, I got, I got, <laughs> I got to come back with the hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah. But yo, man, that's uh this episode 159. 159. 159, 159,
0: 159. Man, co- man, this one fifty nine. One fifty nine. one of us beat COVID. One Be of us beat allergies. Huh. Like, hey, we, 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 we back in this. We still held on, mm-hmm. man. Uh. Cash will be moving here uh, over the next couple of months. So you'll get a couple more episodes where we'll try to plan out and have something where both of us on there. But I mean, it's going to be a couple episodes where it's going to be me rolling solo again, you know, getting through that a little bit more planned out and definitely not as stopped up and (laughs) sounding weird and stuff like this, but we'll get out of those episodes. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, But everybody who held it down with us and stayed with us and rocking it uh, all the way through. Appreciate that last week. Uh, And that's it. That's all I got, Cash. Catch you next week. That's it, man. Peace. Peace.